Uh, oh, so anyway, as long as you're hanging around with us for whatever reason, and we really don't know, thank you for that. And if you would, spread the news. Like, subscribe, and follow This Is Truly News so that other people can enjoy this wackiness. Or at least feel superior, which I think is probably more Likely to the point. The case. Yeah. yeah. Like, subscribe, and follow. If you find a weird old story that you think we might like, or even if you think we wouldn't, send it anyway. <laughs> T-I-T-R at netradio.network. Thank you. Thank you. And we appreciate your support. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. The National Health Service over there in Great Britain is apparently made up of several trusts. Hey, don't laugh. We're in the National Health Service now. You know, really? Yeah, oh, I understand you know. that. Um, it turns out, though, that the NHS trusts are sharing intimate details about patients' medical conditions, appointments, and treatments with Facebook via the MetaPixel thing. It's a tracking service where it's a pixel you put on a page and it'll track people. I don't think I like that. It tracks them without consent and despite promising never to do such a thing. I'm American. I like my guns and I don't like being tracked. Right. An investigation was uncovered and the covert tracking tool Metapixel uh, in the websites of 20, count them, 20 NHS trusts, which has for years collected browsing information and shared it with the tech giant in a major breach of privacy. Wow. Yeah. I don't know who to be pissed at. Both of them. Okay, then I'm okay. And the data was collected. I, kn- I knew I could have two feelings at once. I just didn't know <laughs> if I could have the same feeling two ways at once. <laughs> the data was collected from patients who visited hundreds of NHS web pages about HIV, self-harm, gender identity services, sexual health, cancer, children's treatment, and more. Okay, I was going along with just that's normally outrageous, but that last one, children's? Yep. Stop it. Recently, 17 of the 20 NHS trusts were using Metapixel, confirmed that they'd pulled the tracking tool from their websites. Of of those, eight issued apologies to patients. All eight of the mm-hmm. many others. Mm-hmm. Well, the rest, now they apologized for all of us. Multiple trusts said they had originally installed the tracking pixels to monitor recruitment or charity campaigns and were not aware they were sending patient data to Facebook. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I went to a private school. I have mush brain and I could still figure that out. The information commissioner's office is investigating. Of course he is. They are. Let's hope they're carrying a big damn stick. Oh, yeah. And that they're not one of the government agencies that was actually funneling information. Right. right. So remember cardboard box clad burglar in Florida? <laughs> the guy with the box on his head. Yeah. He tried three times and one time he wore a box on it with no eye holes. It was, <laughs> it would have, if there was video, it would be, I'm sure there is security, but it'd be something to behold. Mm. He may have a little competition. Oh boy. And it's not from Florida, from England. Okay. So no, we're not picking on you, but. It just so happens, a knife-waving knife robber in England walked into a convenience store, attempted to steal a case of beer, but thanks to the quick wits and action of the store manager, he was caught. You see, the burglar, uh, 
how do we phrase this? Burglar walked in. It's like a joke, right? The burglar walks into a store. Name is Martin Trimble. Convenience store in Durham in Northeast England. Okay. Zoo made a beeline to where the alcohol was and grabbed himself a four-pack of beer. Now, my first thought right there is a four-pack of beer. You're going to rob the plate. You're going to steal it, right? Yeah. A four-pack? Maybe that's all. Maybe he only had four pockets. They're in a pack. Well, that's easy. Harder harder to hide. You're not going to hide them. You're going to steal them because you have a... Remember the knife part? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Trimble brandished said knife, threatened the store owner, indicating that any attempt to stop him wouldn't end well. Don't try to stop me. It won't end well. The store owner believed him. I'm going to cut you so bad. You're going to wish I ain't cut you so bad. And bravely ran out of the shop. (laughs) And then slammed the door shut. (laughs) At that moment, Trimble realized this was not good. Uh Store owner may have outwitted him, so he rushed to the door, tried to pull it open. So now we have owner and burglar (laughs) tussling with the door. While they're tussling with the door, said owner is also now trying to reach for the front security shutter, right? The gate things that we see. Yeah, yeah. Began to pull that down. He got to the point where he had to focus a bit more on the shutter, so Trimble managed to yank the door open, but the shutter was almost all the way down. Knowing this wasn't good, he did the only thing he could. He took his chance. Uh, he was going to slide between the shutter of the street. And you know how that always looks so cool in the movies? Oh, in the movies. I yeah. love those ones. This, this wasn't the movie. No. Oh, oh. He was a little big for the opening. Mm. And so, he knew it pretty quickly, so he tried to crawl back inside the store and no. Couldn't no, do that. That wouldn't work either. See, <laughs> if he would have just waited, he probably could have escaped through maybe, I don't know, a back door. Back door. Yep. Out just, through the window. Just a thought. Mm-hmm. So now he can't go either way. He's stuck, pinned betwixt street and shutter. After a moment of futile struggling, Trimble <laughs> realized he was going nowhere. So with his free hand, he grabbed one of the beers he'd stolen. Well, <laughs> one of the beers he tried to steal and cracked yeah. it open. Of course. And the police arrived and freed him. Three whole minutes later, Trimble had finished his beer and went without a fight. What he said Detective Sergeant that? Paul Mawson. It wasn't the most difficult case we ever made. <laughs> to be honest, it was kind of open and shut. <laughs> Trimble, this is how open and shut. Trimble's been sentenced for his attempt at burglary. Three-year prison sentence. Hmm. Earlier this, this is good. I just read uh, that a few years ago, some... Ooh, drinking would lead to ruination like that. Some <laughs> member of parliament over in uh, Britain uh, said, what we have to do with all this knife crime is we have to chip every ni- every knife in the... In the Commonwealth. Well, what you have to do is, Britain, is you have to make the knife, like, biosensitive. There you go. So that only the owner of the knife can use it. I like that idea. Yeah. works. Make well them all lightsabers. Do not do that. Because somebody would go like, what's this? Oh, yeah. Well, there is that problem. And then there'd be an open lightsaber. All right. Let's jump on the, the hole in his head. Let's jump into the titter way back machine. How way back are we going, sir? 1963. A man discovered the world's largest ancient underground city where about 20,000 people lived by accident. The unidentified man. How do you live somewhere by accident? No, no, no. He, He discovered it by accident. 
Oh, and the 20,000 people of it were long gone because it was old. Old, yeah. The unidentified man stumbled across the former metropolis while chasing his chickens. Sure, it sounds like a euphemism, but he was actually chasing chickens in his home in Cappadocia, Turkey. Cappadocia or whatever. He chased the fleeing birds through his basement, which was undergoing renovation before they snuck through a hole in the wall. Homeowner is left with no choice but to knock it down. And that's where he found the ancient city of Elangubu, today known as Darren Kuyu. We just call it Phil in the United States. Right. The yeah. subterranean city is littered with rows of homes, a school, a church, cattle stables, storage units, and even wineries. So I take it over the years, we just kept expanding it. Yeah. Yeah, and and they think that the the, the people who who lived in the city used it uh, for protection against enemies. They well, <laughs> yeah, come on, <laughs> come on in. Water's fine, and this bottleneck is gonna kill you. No, we're just down here. No, come on, <laughs> be a good place for an ambush. That's what we thought. Can you no. tell I just watched Big Jake? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, we watched Big Jake. You know why? Why? For one, well, two stupid reasons. Okay. We were at my brother-in-law's for Father's Day. Okay. Um, when the dads almost outnumbered the kids. And I know it was one of those deals. Mm. And they have a dog. Okay. I've seen this kind of critter somewhere before. Okay. And am I, it's a John Wayne thing. <gasps> it's that movie where everyone keeps saying, I thought you were dead. Not hardly. <laughs> I'm going to kill the next guy that says it. Um, so I had to watch Big Jake. Okay. Because of a dog, that a rescue dog that my brother-in-law had. I can see why. And then I got to hear those immortal lines. Jacob McCandles. Well, hell. I thought you were dead. <laughs> Not hardly. And of course, he wins. He always does. It was, by the way, if you ever watch that movie, the grandson that he's rescuing, it yep. actually his, was his grandson in real life. Oh, how fun. That was a little Nathan. Yeah. The attempt. I'm back to crime again. Yeah. Okay. More beer stealing. Mm. This one happened at Beachboro Bottolo in Perth, Australia. Okay. Well, that makes some sense now. See, it's got British ties. A man, Sort of. A man <laughs> entered the store and picked up a 10 pack of beer. He approached the counter like you normally do, right? You approach the counter to pay. But just before reaching the counter, he raneth for the door, said store employee Kelly Gordon. As the man approached the door, though, Gordon reacted rather quickly. She hit the remote door lock. I could see that coming. Can you hear the latch going? And then the uh, guy going, kaplank. <laughs> security camera footage showed the man fumbling with the door for a moment. Because, you know, you figure this can't be happening. It's got to open. Blush. I'm amazed he could pick up that 10-pack, because Australian canned beer, you usually move I'm thinking you probably line. need a, a pallet to move. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> when the realization finally hit him that he had been that he'd been caught, he had gingerly returned the pack of beer to the counter. Said, Gordon, I wasn't concerned. He didn't seem aggressive or anything. More of defeated. <laughs> she eventually unlocked the door, allowed the man to take off, as she called the cops. The man is, to the best of our knowledge, still on the run. Um, smart move, by the way, for Gordon to let him go, although he was initially calm. Who knows? You never know. He, yeah, yeah. 
there could have been something other than beer on his mind. It's not worth your health. Although I would like it noted that the guy in England mm-hmm. is going to steal something with a knife. Steals a four-pack. The crook in Australia with no seen weapon steals a 10-pack. Does that tell us everything we need to know? England should be embarrassed. And just... <laughs> they got to start trying. That's one for the Commonwealth right there. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.